This is the beat. So, Taylor Swift was named Times Person of the Year, as we know. Congratulations. Well deserved. And since then, she has gained over a quarter of a million followers. 270,768 to be exact. That is across Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Wow. Wow. That's that's pretty good. That's nice. That and that's interesting. At some point you kind of feel like everyone who's gonna follow her would have already followed her. But then some people huh. decided this is my moment. How many people do you think follow her on Instagram? I know the answer to this. Mike, if you don't know the answer. I don't. Okay, let's both guess. Okay. Uh this will be Price is Right rules, which is <laughs> closest without going over. And okay. If you both go over. I'll, I'll ring the bell. You have to try it again. Who? What's the most? No, that, no, no, the, no, like, no, the no, 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 I'm not telling Tell you. Me. I'm not. That's not how this game is. It's a one question game. Dang it. I'm going to say that's a, but this is like when somebody says, how far away is the sun? Exactly. <laughs> you know? It's like, yeah. give me Pluto first. before. Well, I don't know if I should go into the hundreds of millions or if I should just keep it like, all right, I'm going to say she's got 600 million followers. Okay. Ooh, that seems aggressive. Yeah. I will go one dollar, Bob. Price is right rules always Damn in effect. It. Closest without going over. The actual retail amount of followers that Taylor Swift has on Instagram is two hundred and seventy eight million. Mike, you are the winner. Damn it. Thank you, thank you very much. I was gonna that. start with like in the hundreds of thousands and then oh, I was like, it. Oh wait, the rock has like it's like six hundred million or something bananas. Damn it. Maybe three, I don't know. Um, fun, right, fun, right. wait, fun follow up about Taylor Swift. Okay. Price is right rules. <laughs> How many people okay. does Taylor Swift follow on Instagram? Hmm. It's less than 278 million. <laughs> I'm going to say she follows 600 people. Okay. The, the, the Rock, who has 394 million followers, follows 817 people, by the way. Okay. Knowing Taylor, she's following 13. I love it. That would be great. You both were over. Oh, really? Taylor Swift. No one follows zero people. Wow. Wow. Are you zero. sure you're on the right Taylor Swift page? No, I'm on a, it's a, um, a, a bot account that has 278 million followers, Donna. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> no, that's it. She that's- must have a, she must have another account where she follows her friends, you know? Oh, yeah, her burner, where yeah. she rips on people for calling her out for stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She's got one burner. of those for sure. Absolutely. Okay. I wonder if she has the comments Disabled? Off. Yeah. Well, let me see. Okay. Oh, Steve is doing uh, all the dirty yeah, work. Yeah, it actually kind of looks like, at least on her last post, that's the case. Uh, she's got a lot of Time Magazine posts. Yeah, it looks like the comments are off. Okay. But here's the thing. Or, you know, it also says... Comments on this post have been limited, but then you don't see any. But like her posts get six million likes, not views, likes. Another one with eight million. Wow. What is her latest post? Just curious. I believe it is of the. Uh, it's of Time Magazine. It is her getting Times okay. Person of the Year. Okay. Here's what you want me to read it to you. I would love that. It's her picture of her with her arms up. She's wearing like that New Year's Eve kind of dress. Yep. You know, looks great. 
She said, Sam Lansky has such a wondrous way with words, and I've loved reading his pieces for over a decade. If you've ever been around him, you know he's just the best type of person. Mm. Curious, interested, hilarious, intriguing, and intrigued. Hmm. I have trust issues when it comes to interviews, but I couldn't be happier that I did this one with him. I was blown away to see quotes from people I adore and admire, like Stevie Nicks, Mm -hmm. Greta Gerwig, Shonda Rhimes, Phoebe Bridgers, Natalie Maines, Kenny Chesney, and Lucian Grange. I was so happy he spoke to fans Madison and McCall, who were so eloquent, loyal, and kind. And I'm really reflecting on this year and all the years that led up to it. Can't say thank you enough times. Oh, my God. That's so nice. Great article. It's been a big few months for that, dude. Obviously, he had Britney's memoir right before this. Mm. Oh, is he the guy who did that? He's the guy who did Britney's memoir, yeah. Great writer. Yeah. Really, really good writer. Um, Mike, did you read the article? I did. So good. It was. I haven't read the article. It is good? I printed it out, too. It's good? Um, Yeah, yeah. It's outstanding. I loved it. A lot. I didn't want it to end. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a really great sign. I I would like to read it. Have you ever heard about her workout routine, Steve, at all? No. What she does? Oh, man. She basically, like, will be on the treadmill, and based on how intense the song is, she'll either run fast or run slow, and then she sings her entire song. While she was prepping for this, she would work out for the three oh. and a half hours singing the entire set list at the top of her lungs, like she wow. would be doing. Yeah. That's how she does it. Yeah. Yeah. She trained. She quit drinking. Long before, because she knew that she had to bring her A game for this. Yeah, right. People paying a lot of money for these tickets. Um, Also, she talks about the Kanye, um, you know, kerfuffle kerfuffle and Kim Kardashian basically editing the the crap out of their phone conversation, which was illegally recorded. Also, you're supposed to tell somebody if you're recording them. Yeah. Yeah, there was just... it was good. Huh. It was good. She just seems like she's in a really good place. Cool. Anyway, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Thank you, Donna. Hey, uh, Dolly Parton bought a building in Nashville, and she is going to turn it into a hotel. So this I woman, see you she's, staying there. I could too. She is unstoppable. Honestly, she bought this building. She's going to turn it into a hotel. It's 233,000 square feet. It's an 11-story building. She paid $75 million for it. And she said, I strongly believe in the future of Nashville and feel this is a great investment. I think she's right. You have no idea how much that city has grown in the past 20 years or so. May I ask a question? Sure. You've spent time there. I have. For better or worse? For better. Yeah. I mean, it used to be, honestly, downtown Nashville was one street, lower Broadway. And there are a bunch of, there are dive bars for the most part. They're they're small places. Now there's, you know, they've added like a Hard Rock Cafe. They've added Blake Shelton's place. They've added a lot of big places. I'm talking the museum, the country music I hear, their recording museum or whatever. Oh, it's amazing. I hear it's great. Okay, before that... When I first went there with my friend Mary, Mary, to, it was basically in a little house. You'd walk up the stairs to this porch yeah. and go inside, and it was like almost nothing in there. And now it's this huge... Don't they still have that there? I don't I feel know. like they still have that little house. 
there? I don't know. Kelly Hansen went there uh, from Twin Cities Live a few years ago, and I remember her doing a couple stories down there in Nashville, and I feel like there was... Maybe, I could be wrong. Well, I could I'll tell you wrong. what. Music Row, mm-hmm. okay, all the, the publishing places and the record company companies and things like that, they are all in houses. They're all yeah, houses. I've broadcast from one of them before. Um, you know, like the management. Reba's got a huge place um, for her Starstruck Entertainment, but they're all... You walk up the steps, and it's like... You're walking into someone's house, wow. um, it, like to the point where Brooks and Dunn at one point I was on Music Row and they they would hang banners like kids do in on campuses. Right. Congratulations to Brooks and Dunn. Their album went platinum. You're not seeing it in big lights like you would in New York City. You know what I mean? They're yeah. literally taking a plastic banner and hanging like it. my son plays hockey for Eden Prairie. Yes. Like that kind of a Yes, exactly. That's how huh. they would congratulate them on Music Row. Anyway, I digress. That's, That's not fun. why you called. Congratulations to Dolly. Can't wait to see what there you do. Go, Dolly. All right, we gotta go. When we come back I go, got a study. I got a couple studies. This is great. Uh if you're going home for the holidays. Do you consider that a vacation? Mm. Uh, we'll get into what people had to say on that topic and more when we return. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Oh, hi, guys. You know what? If you were looking for health insurance, don't forget, you don't have to look any further than Minsure.org. Minsure is basically Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace, and they can help you find insurance, choose insurance, enroll in comprehensive health coverage, and it's the only place to get financial help to lower the cost of insurance. This is a free service. You could find the right insurance for you and your family. Keep in mind, most Minnesotans actually qualify for financial help. Certified Minsure assisters are waiting to help you. They can do it in person. They could do it over the phone. If uh, you prefer a virtual meeting, they can do that as well. It can be overwhelming to choose the right health care coverage. So it's really nice to know that there is free help out there. If you lost medical assistance or Minnesota care, you may be able to get new coverage through Minsure. Get started today. Find quality, comprehensive health insurance at Minsure.org. That's M-N-S-U-R-E dot org. Hey, coming up at 10.30 today, we're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Yeah, I won yesterday. Woo-hoo! Figured. Uh, at 11.30, we're going to do Slow <laughs> Jam, which will be fun. Yeah, I hope so. Oh, we'll find out. Oh. Um, in the meantime, um, you and I are both traveling for the holidays, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Go home for Christmas. Your mm-hmm. whole family goes to Pennsylvania. Right. Um, this is interesting. A lot of people, especially younger adults... um use their vacation time to go home for the holidays. But is it a true vacation? Should we be docked vacation days for it? Oh, that's interesting. Do you consider it a vacation? I don't consider it a vacation. I consider it a trip. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Exactly. 34% of people say traveling home does not count as a vacation. In fact, 71% say they're probably going to need a vacation after all the family time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we have we have twenty one people in the same house for a couple weeks. Wow, that's too many people. <laughs> that is way too many people. Um, yeah, I guess this story says that maybe staying in a new place is a hack that can make it feel more like a vacation. Yeah, that's, that's not a bad true. idea. I know we have someone on the standing by. This Amy's Amy. on on the line. Hey, Amy. Hello. Hi. Hey, Amy, we brought up the topic of like, is going home for the holidays, is this a vacation or not? You immediately called in. What say you? <laughs> yeah, 
it's a hundred percent a trip. If you are <laughs> sleeping in someone's basement, if you are parenting, <laughs> if you are making other people happy, <laughs> if you're sleeping on a fold out sofa, and especially if you get to brush your teeth in the downstairs stationary tub. It's a trip. <laughs> so Amy, let me ask, where are you headed for the holidays? Well, I'm home now. I'm back in Minnesota, but we were gone for nine years with young kids, bringing them back to Minnesota for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And kids are weird. You know this. My kids lived on sliced cheese and um, triscuits and wheat thins for about 10 days, and then everybody complained about how my kids never ate anything, and you get it. Oh, yes. Yes, and I I have picky kids, too, who then, you know, you're just like... Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, thank you for what you just prepared. My kids will be eating goldfish and gogurts for the rest of the night. But yep. appreciate and the effort. Through it. Yeah. And you'll have beautiful Christmas memories with your family still. That's the one thing I also want to say. As hectic and hairy as it gets, you do create beautiful memories and being together is what's important. Yeah. So deep breath and enjoy. Yes. And savor. Savor yes. the moments. Savor yeah. the moments. So thank you so much, Amy, for the call. Mike, Mike though, you know, he... This trip, we're, I'm looking forward to. It will be hectic. There are a lot of people in the house. Invariably, people need space at some point. Hey, I'm going to go take a walk. I'm going to go drive here. Mike, though, is going on a, a vacation. He's going on his honeymoon. He's going to an island, to an all-inclusive oh. resort. That, that like, if you think of what Mike is about to do, you know what I'm saying? Yes. He's going to have a drink in hand, swim oh. up bar, baking Yo, in the sun. in the morning. It's like <laughs> 5 o'clock somewhere. Yeah. Oh, no, like, hey, Lila, Lila, put your brother down. Put him, because. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, are you that doing is. all-inclusive? We are, yeah, we're doing yeah, all-inclusive. That's the way to go. Cancun, going to be fun. Yeah. For sure. Oh, Who else do we have? Where are you standing? Line? I want to know where he's standing. Right, that was it. Uh, just uh, Don't worry about it, Donna. Mm-hmm. You get a little picky or a little uh, specific uh, resort or what do you mean? Like yeah, room number. Yeah. Like it's a it's a Marriott property down there. Okay. Nice, yeah. Right. No, I've gone to Mexico a lot and I love some of the resorts oh, that cool. I've stayed. But what if his fans then like say, um, "Hey, let's book a flight." Well, and go I stay guarantee the... you, there's going to be a lot of Minnesotans there. There always are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true for sure. All right, that's all. Who's I'm on sorry the phone over there? That's Nobody's all on the phone. Oh, that's all. Oh, I lo- oh, I thought I saw a second one. Right, I do have know. another study though. Sorry. Okay. Apparently, driving an expensive car makes you think you're hot. For sure, if you're yeah, if you're in the, in in your version of a beater, we've all been there before. You could be dressed up, driving to your friend's wedding, but you're like, oh man. And I think the opposite would be true. Makes you feel a little better. Yeah, I think you're right. This study looked at how we perceive people based on just the type of car they drive, and it found a luxury automobile can really give you a leg up. Researchers found that when someone's got an expensive ride. Other people assume they're higher up in the social hierarchy. Mm. They're probably an important person with an important job or at least have a lot of money. It also makes you more attractive to potential mates. Mm. Again, money. That's true whether you're a man or a woman. They say individuals with high status are perceived as competent, attractive, receive preferential treatment. And are more likely to be favored in job selection. Now, you know how I feel when I see someone in an expensive car. D-bag. Um, that's part of it. Uh, no, not always. I think that's a lease. <laughs> yeah, you're in debt. <laughs> or you're in debt. Yes. That's what I think. Yeah. I, when I, I see the guy in the beater, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah just, this guy's smart with his money. There's one too many 
brand new Chevy Tahoes on the streets, my friend. So true. And I just need to know, what are you doing? Because those things are like a hundred grand. Maybe it's a lease. Are they a hundred grand? You, oh, can, yeah. you can get these Chevy Tahoes and, and like the Yukon Denali's. The, wow. the Jeep Wagoneer. You know what we should do to your car, Donna? Tint uh, the windows. Lower it. Give it a ground kit. I love, I love that. It. You mean so you don't have to look at the mess? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, not a bad idea, actually. You want to play a game? Yeah, when we come back, we'll play it. And one of you can play along with us. 651-641-1071. That is the number to call to the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. And guess what, guys? It's next! She was cute. Hey, guys. It's Donna for my new friends over at Energy Savers Fireplaces. This is a local family-owned business. They've been around since uh, 1976, I believe. And I got to tell you, they do it all. Whether you are looking to choose a fireplace or you want to replace one, picking out the right type for your, uh, you know, your your room, your space, it's really important. And they can help you at Energy Savers Fireplaces. They can scope out an area in your home. Uh, they can help you design the fireplace. Or if you're replacing, they can help you consider your options. Uh, whether that be wood or gas or pellet or electric, um, inserts, it doesn't matter what you're looking for. Indoors, outdoors, fire pits. Um, I'll tell you what, Energy Savers Fireplaces is your one-stop shop. Uh, here's what you do. Uh, if you're thinking about a fireplace or dreaming of one, go to EnergySaversFireplaces.com. Family owned and operated since 1976. App. Live streaming and on-demand podcast right there in your pocket. Download today at my talk. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. It was Maddie B from TV yesterday. He wasn't able to uh, best Donna, so with that, she got the victory. 124 wins for Donna, 130 wins for Steve. Still definitely within striking distance, just six points away. And uh, today, we're going to be chatting about a, a historic event. This happened 10 years ago today. Metallica entered the uh, Guinness Book of World Records. Any idea why? Um, because Enter Sandman, what year? Uh, Ten years ago today, 2013. Hit one billion views on YouTube. I feel lazy right now, so I'll go with Donna's crappy answer. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ten years ago today, Metallica performed a concert on Antarctica to yes. become the first and only band uh, to perform every single continent. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So today for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, we are going to be talking about musicians performing in weird places. Weird, strange, unique. That's what it's going to be about today. That Antarctica show, the craziest part of that story maybe, is it was a sold-out show. 50 Penguins. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was like in a volcano. Didn't they do something? Well, I'm not going to say anything else because it might be one of the answers. You're exactly right. You should maybe, yeah. yeah, We'll see. Mikey, by the way, is going to play with us today. Hey, Mikey, Mikey, what it do? Hey. Listen, man. You feeling those Friday vibes today, Mikey? Oh, yeah. Dude, we have no choice. We have to feel them. Friday is upon us. Ain't that right, Donna? you dang right, Steve. Uh, Mikey, what's happening after the game? You're going to play the game. Hopefully, you're going to win. Then what's next? Go make that money. Get it, then. Yes. It ain't going to make itself, and it definitely ain't going to save itself. So let's be smart out there, everybody. Yeah. 
the topic is Metallica. Mikey, you have an opportunity now to team up with me. Is it Metallica? Not Metallica. Oh. It's, uh, oh it's bands God. that are performing <laughs> strange places. Mike was giving me an immediate, it was like a pitcher shaking off the catcher's call for a pitch. Like, mm-hmm, that's wrong. Uh, bands performing in weird places. You've got to team up with Donna or Steve. Mikey, what say you? Well, Donna, you're an OG, but me and my wife, Jenny, always go with Steve. Let's go. Oh, second Jenny. Hey, don't do that. No, they said that they they respect you as an OG, you know? Jeez Louise. All right, Mikey, you're going to go on hold. Uh, Donna's going to step outside, and we are going to then play the game. Again, 10 years ago today, it was uh, December 8th, 2013, when Metallica performed on Antarctica, Mm -hmm. and uh, that made them the only band to perform all seven of the continents. Are you ready (sighs) to give this a whirl? (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it's going to go well. Well, we'll see. Again, this is all about bands and artists playing in... Odd places. We'll start it off with this one. In 2004, Boys to Men, Alicia Keys, and this Time After Time singer headlined a show on the Great Wall of China. Cindy Lauper? Though this Johnny Cash song was recorded in 1955, it got some added authenticity when he started performing it in actual prisons later that decade. Folsom Prison Blues. Eventually becoming a concert film in 72, this English group performed songs like Echoes and One of These Days at the Ancient Roman Amphitheater in Pompeii, Italy. All right, I have no idea what this is, Mikey. I hope you listen to that question well. Repeat it for me, Mike. Ten seconds. Eventually becoming a concert film in 72, English rock or English group performed songs like Echoes and One Rolling of These Days. Stones. That's a bad guess. Okay. We'll see what Mikey says. I don't know. Mikey, we're pulling you up here. He uh, sounded pretty confident on those first two. How'd you feel about those? I agree with those two. All but... right. Let me read this one for you again. Eventually becoming a concert film in 72, this English group performed songs like Echoes and One of These mm-hmm. Days at the Ancient Roman Amphitheater in Pompeii, Italy. My logical guess would be you too. Or some band over there, Pink Floyd, or one of those cool bands, you know. <laughs> one of the, yeah. He said Rolling Stones. Are you going to change his answer? Or what do you want to go with? I don't think it's Rolling Stones. I think it's more British or more other, somewhere like U2 or some more different. Oh, uh, man, it's not U2, but what's the other one I just said? Pink Floyd uh, was the other one you said. Pink Floyd. You want I don't to... know. I would pick one of those two. Well, you need to pick one of them. So go ahead and pick one of them. All right, the wall. Let's go with Pink Floyd. You're gonna All change. Right. Okay, you're gonna change his answer to Pink Whew, Floyd. All we right, got there. Uh, it was go emotional. Ahead. Donna. Let's go ahead and grab Donna here. All right, Donna's coming in. Oh, hey, sweet. She brought candy. Oh, give me that Twister though. Yes. Give me one of them. All right. Yeah, I'll split it in half. Um, Donna, you're gonna do pretty well here. I actually think you could run the table, which makes me nervous. We really? didn't. I don't think we did. I don't think we did. Okay. I'm right. Hey. Hear that confidence okay. in her voice now? She's like, ooh, let's go. Uh-huh. Let's do this. All righty, let's get it started here with this one again. We're talking about bands and artists playing in uh, strange or unique places uh, on the 10 year anniversary of Metallica performing on Antarctica. Let's get it started with this one here. In 2004, Boys to Men, Alicia Keys, and this Time After Time singer headlined a show on the Great Wall of China. Oh, um, Cindy Lauper. Though this Johnny Cash song was recorded in 1955, it had some audit- added authenticity when he started performing it at actual prisons later that decade. Um, that is called, um, oh God, shot a man in Memphis just to watch him die. 
Uh, I'll get back to you. Eventually becoming a concert film in 72, this English group performed songs like Echoes and One of These Days at the Ancient Roman Amphitheater in Pompeii, Italy. Oh, dear God. I don't know. And the second one is Johnny Cash. Um, oh, my God. Killed a man. Folsom uh, Prison Blues. All right, let's run through these answers here. Uh, we'll start it off with the first one. Steve's face is like, I don't think she got that in time. What's he going to rule? I can well. already Shut see up, his sorry. face. Let's uh, go ahead and do this first one here. In 2004, um, Boys to Men, Alicia Keys, and this Time After Time singer headlined a show on the Great Wall of China. Indeed, that is Cindy Lauper. Woo! What a group. What a combo. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> Wait, it was Boys to Men. Alicia Keys, right? And, uh, yeah, and Cindy Lauper. And Cindy Lauper yeah, yeah, that is interesting. Yeah. Let's jump to the second one. Uh, though this Johnny Cash song was recorded in 1955, it had some added authenticity when he started performing it in actual prisons later that decade. She first said he shot a man in, I don't remember where, then Memphis. she said Memphis. Yeah, uh, and shot a man in Reno. In Reno oh, is actually where he shot Just the man. Just to watch him die. Steve, don't contest too much. I'm going to give you that point Thank there, Donna. It I is, started uh, the answer before yes, the buzzer. Yes, that's fair. That's and fair. I'm also giving it to her because it doesn't matter. Eventually becoming oh, a concert film no in way. 72, this English group performed songs like Echoes and One of These Days at the Ancient Roman Amphitheater in Pompeii, Italy. He battled himself. He wow. said, maybe you too. Beatles? Maybe Pink Floyd. I don't know. I guess I'm going to have to go with Pink Floyd. And Mikey was right. Mikey, Dang let's it. go. Dang it. I love Pink Floyd. Mikey, too. you got us the win after going back and forth and back and forth. You nailed it. It was Pink Floyd. Just another brick in the wall. Come on, <laughs> dude. dude. Oh, Jeez, man. Louise. That was great. Hey, tell Jenny I said what up. All right. You got it. All right. Stay on the line. Bye, We're going to get you a shirt, okay? Thank you. Okay. Wow. Mikey, coming through, please. Yes, yes please. Big. Wow. Damn it. All right. Uh, let's do the tiebreaker here. Rage Against the Machine did just that in 2000 when they, without approval, performed on the stairs of the New York Stock Exchange on Wall Street. It without led, approval. That's great. Yeah. It led to multiple arrests. The scene was used in a music video that was directed by this controversial documentarian. Steve. Michael Moore. Michael Moore was the director of that music video. Good job. Didn't Donna, matter. Donna, congratulate me. Congratulations, Steve. Thank you. And Donna, in return, I'd like to say, eat it! Fine. Sorry. Thank you. Donna. Hey, look at me. I can't. Donna. I don't want to. It's the holidays. Oh, polka dots <laughs> this time of year. <laughs> That's funny you say that. I was just reading an article about uh, fashion. Should bring a little sparkle to the party. You don't see a lot of polka dots anymore. Also, tell me why. I Just to bring a little fun. No, oh, I'm sorry. Dots. I was still in my I'm own sorry. thought. Tell me why they are, they're, they're polka. Are they Polish? Does I, this come from polka music? Like polka, let's do the polka. Are they polka dots or I polka? Think, I think they're P-O-L-K-A. I'll confirm. Stand by. That's, well, let's, while you're Googling, let's find out the origin of the polka dot. Uh, It is polka dot. Okay. And um, why called that? Stand by. Donna, tell people the date and time. Uh, the date is uh, Friday, mind. December 8th. It's 10.40 a.m. Uh, the term likely originated because of the popularity of the polka dance around the same time that the pattern became fashionable. Love it. Just as many other products and fashions of the era also adopted the polka name. 
What are some other things I want? To I don't know the polka dance, huh. the polka paisley. Uh, oh, oh, okay. The, the polka curtain band for looping up curtains. The polka gauze. The polka hat. Do you know how to polka? I do know how to do a little basic you and your polka. Grandma? Me and my grandma, uh, me and my mom have done that before. That's that was sort of at least back when I got married, eighteen years back. It was still a tradition at a Pittsburgh wedding. Yeah, there are a lot of Polish people in Pittsburgh, a big yep. Polish community, and and they had a song called the Pennsylvania Polka. That's and right. Dun 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 dun. The Pennsylvania Polka, and then they made it a Steeler song as well, which is kind of cool. You know what? to the bottom of this my brother and his friends when he was in college hosted a polka show i think on sunday nights on the college radio station not really appealing to many college kids in my estimation (laughs) you (laughs) might be right like i wonder why they chose that i think there's a local channel here maybe like tpt or something like that that i feel like just shows polka dancing like they have a polka show once a week and they just show polka dancing. Hmm. And uh, there is something very, I don't know, warm about it, isn't yeah, there? it's charming. Like, let's like some... Nyes in northeast Minneapolis. Yeah. They had a polka band. I, I don't think Nyes is still... Is Nyes still No, there? It's, it is. It went away and then it came, came back. back. They had a yeah. great polka band. I brought my Aunt Janet there once and we danced. I just don't think you see a lot of polka dots anymore. It's less prominent as a let's, fashion pattern. Let's bring it back. We're bringing polka back. Oh, I love yeah. it. Uh, hey, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back, though. Uh, Steve, I would really like to know the five foods you should never bring to a potluck. Okay, great. And bonus, if we have time, I'll tell you about a brand new thing that McDonald's is doing. They're opening new restaurants okay. that are not called McDonald's. Really? But are distinctly a part of the McDonald's family. Stop it. Tell you about it. When we come back, it's not... I talk... Hey, friends, what's up? Stevie Boy. Here from my buddies at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Donna, I'll have you uh, stay out of this one and all of the future ones. Thank you. Hey, uh, it's such a great place to be this time of year, too. It's, like, beautifully decorated, very festive feeling. They got that roaring fireplace. Once you walk in the doors, it's great. So many things are going on there right now, too. In the fireside, it's Ginger Commodore's Christmas with a whole lot of soul. You've got Cat Perkins' North Country Christmas, Mick Sterling's Andy and Bing, and even a vintage Vegas New Year, all featuring evening and matinee shows. So there's a great opportunity for you to squeeze some festive fun into your life. Meanwhile, on the main stage, Jersey Boys, what an awesome show this is. It's a must-see. It's a great story. Fantastic music. Sherry, Walk Like a Man, Oh, What a Night. And their voices are really incredible. In addition to that, how about the side-splitting improv show, Dashing Through the Snow Slopes with Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret. They do improv comedy Friday and Saturday nights for all of your tickets. You can go to ChanhassenDT.com. Where talk is fun. Listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. I'm having fun. Well, it's a Friday, Donna. Let me look out the window. Oh, uh, it's a little dreary. Oh my gosh. It looks really depressing. Wow. It's like sepia. Yeah, yeah. That looks bad. It's like when you're when you realize you have a smudge on your iPhone camera lens. Or your glasses. Yes. That's what it looks like outside <laughs> today. Wow. It's not good, guys. It's okay, though. There's no snow. And I think that's just grand. Guess where there was snow? In New Jersey York. yesterday. Oh, sure. That's nice. And I was like, guys, it's, it was at 50 here yesterday. 
Yeah, I think so. Was it, did we get to a record 52 high? 52 it hit. Yeah. 52. We were wow. two degrees away from a record high. Meanwhile, these nice, uh, like, it's a marshmallow world, you know, the Dean Martin <laughs> song. I felt like there were big, fluffy flakes that were coming down. Oh, fun. It was really, really nice. Especially because you were looking at Christmas trees. It was like right on command. We couldn't believe it. We were like, well, let's start rolling now, friends. Were you like, are we in a snow globe? That wasn't ah! one of my lines. You should have used that one. You could borrow it. Friday. I have uh, it is definitely Friday. I have five foods that you should never bring to a holiday potluck, and one of them is going to shock you. Okay, can Mike and I do this as a guessing game? Have you looked, Mike? I have not looked. Okay, and I have not looked. Um, yes, five foods and kind of food categories. Love it, Mike. Uh, that you should never bring to a holiday potluck. We are here with the Valentine family, and we'll start. With you, Miss Donna Valentine. Here, but I'm the creepy right, guy. I'm Ray Dawson. Here, come here. Okay, come here. Ew, come ew, here. no. <laughs> okay. That's Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson. Oh, we got him and Ray Combs mixed together. That's right. God bless. Oh, Ray Combs. Oh, yeah. So sad. Oh, I yeah, that was really sad. Absolutely. Okay, wow. All right, okay. that all right. took a real hard turn. <laughs> um, my, all right, Bob. What's your name? Bob, I'm Richard. Richard. Oh, Richard. Just call me Dick. Okay, I do. Behind your back. <laughs> Mike, you're up first. Donna lost her turn. You lost your turn. Um, I'm going to say uh, something that spoils quickly. I'm going to say like a potato salad. Oh, gross. Show me potato salad. Right. Oh my God! I was no. This is the thing that I thought was shocking because we're talking about the holidays. Mm-hmm. Like you're inside. It's not like the Memorial Day thing where you're going out and you set it on the deck and it bakes in the sun and everybody gets salmonella. Right, right. Mayo-based salads, potato salad, egg salad, Damn macaroni it. salad, tuna salad. Uh, it's not always the mayo itself. The the protein or the cooked carbohydrate can make you sick as well. So always keep those salads cold. They just shouldn't be hanging out in your seventy-two degree. Living room. Got it. Uh, all right. Thank you so all much. Right. Now we go back to. <clears throat> Let's go, Donna. You got this. You got this. Richard, show me spaghetti. Good answer. Good answer. Thank you. Is it good? Is it a good answer? Sorry, Donna. Oh, no spaghetti on the board. We go back to Mike. The rest of their family. Uh, this is just too easy because you just pick it on the way. I'm going to say a pizza. Richard, say a pizza. Uh huh. Good answer. Good answer. Show me uh, a pizza. Oh dang it! Dang it! That's all right. Oh, dang. All right. Now we go back to this lady. We only got one more strike left. Jeez. Get a room. <laughs> this is. I'm Richard Dawson. I'm in full Dawson right now. Where was? Uh, where did the other answer fall? Yeah. What was potato salad on, on the board? Uh, Number two. I was number, number two, two on the board. Okay. Okay. The number right. one answer is still out there. All right. All right. Um, this is your last strike. Hang on. <laughs> What a creep. Um, mashed potatoes, Richard. Good answer. Good answer. Yay, good answer. Show me mashed potatoes. Oh, boy. Damn. Sorry. The number one answer was so close. Baked potatoes oh. in aluminum foil. When the potatoes cool down, the moisture and the steam in the foil create a perfect environment for bacteria to grow. Okay, good to know. Fish and seafood came in at number three. Oh, gross. Nuts came in at number oh, four because, because of, of the allergies. allergies. Okay. And number okay. five was leafy green salad. Yeah, of course. Mm. Why? I would like to tell you about okay. something different now. 
I did say why. I know, but I you have to hear me when I say this. I didn't care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do okay. you remember <clears throat> Do you remember the the character from McDonald's advertising back in the 80s and 90s? His name was Cosmic. I do not. Look it up if you're near a computer right now and can safely do do so. C O S M C. Then when you go to images, I've never seen this little fella before. But he's a really fun-looking alien. Back when marketing used to just be so dope and just they were taking all sorts of crazy chances. I don't see a picture of him. Go to images. Oh, good call. And now you'll see him. He's like almost in like a little orb, almost like a satellite that would that would rotate the he Earth. He looks like Robot from Lost in Space. Okay, sure. Anyway, okay. Um, that name is coming back in the form of a brand new entity that McDonald's is offering these new restaurants will be called Cosmics. Hmm. And the menu is, uh, it's a little interesting. They're kind of, they say going after like the Starbucks and the Dunkins of the world because they're going to be offering things for like that midday snack or midday pick me up. So when you're not thinking, okay, I want a Big Mac, but I just need something else. These new Cosmic restaurants We'll offer things like a churro frappe, s'mores cold brew, blackberry mint green tea, as well as pretzel bites, sweet treats. Uh, The CEO uh, of Cosmic says, which is, again, an extension of McDonald's, says, like, this is such a huge business, a $100 billion category that pre-work coffee or midday fruity tea. These people have a certain appetite where they're not looking for a number two necessarily at McDonald's, but they want a little something. Um, They have tried these kind of things before McDonald's has. Uh, Back in 08, they put espresso machines into their U.S. locations, but customers were sort of like lukewarm about that. They do still offer a, a wide range of beverages. Every standard McDonald's does. But it wants to grow in this category. Um, international audiences already seem to like this. Australia, in Australia, McCafe is the nation's most visited coffee shop back in 2019, which was the last time they found this. Uh, but they're saying we're going to get into the world of just new kind of snacks and assortments. Mike, you saw there was a guy real quick, but yeah, yeah. he went and checked it out. Yeah, there was a mukbanger that I was watching that went muck and checked banger. it out. Yeah, and uh, he'd had the McPops, which he said were delicious. Um, I think we're going to have to explore that uh, term. Uh, I don't know what mukbanger okay. means. Gotcha. It's somebody who broadcasts themselves eating food. It's like a oh. Korean word. Yeah. Uh, they also have these savory little hash brown bites. <laughs> Given your face, we might need to explore that word a little I'm not further. Listening to they also have chocolate right ice cream, which is unique because no the other places have chocolate ice cream anymore. Wow. Mukbang. Hmm. <laughs> wow. That sounds so offensive. It really does. <laughs> I don't know if it's the muck or the bang that I'm more offended by. We'll be back.